Hi there, I'm Charlie from CookingSecretsForMen.com and we're having another edition of Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders. Very pleased to have as my guest today, Jason Gonzalez. Jason? Hey. Morning. Good morning. And it is morning, by the way. Um, <laughs> Jason is the Executive Director at Fourth Dimension Recovery and we'll we'll talk about Fourth Dimension in just a minute. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to start with your your formative years, your growing up years. So oh, yeah. tell us a little bit about you know, where you were born, uh, where you were raised, and, and um, your your years leading up to college. Okay, sure. So I'm Milwaukee, born and raised Milwaukee. So I, River West, I always start my, my story in River West because mm -hmm. it's a neighborhood that means so much to me. And uh, it's actually where four, Fourth Dimension is now. Mm -hmm. um, so I grew up in River West, and if anybody knows anything about River West history in like the 50s or 60s around there, there was a large wave of Puerto Ricans that came to the neighborhood. Um, and that was, that was my family. So they came, stayed, um, and that was, that's half of me. And then my other half, there was a couple of, of Mexican families thrown in there. That was mm -hmm. my other half. <laughs> so like half Puerto Rican, half Mexican. Okay. And deep, deep roots in, in that community. You know, I, I, I have a good family every, like every block in River West is one of us there. <laughs> like mm -hmm. really, we're all over the place. Um, I have, uh, so a block party is a family reunion. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, <laughs> we just had one. <laughs> so, um, you know, so great family, great mm -hmm. education. I went to, um, I went to Pius mm -hmm. um, for Pius XI for high school, mm -hmm. uh, and then I went to the Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design uh, for for art, and then after that, I went to St. Louis University to uh -huh. study theology. Uh, and I, I like to like point out all of that because none of that was was enough to stop drugs and alcohol from entering into my life. Right. Like all, I'm doing all of this stuff while also continuously drinking and being able to get away with it because from the outside, my life seems to be okay. Right. Right. Like people, oh, he's fine. He's in school. Oh, he's fine. He's working. Oh, he's fine. They don't know that I'm dying inside. Uh, so nobody asks questions, right. and I continue living my life and slowly killing myself. So you did mention you were um, went to Myad, which is right down the street here. Yep. Um, and then you were at St. Louis University, where you got your degree in theology. Mm -hmm. So um, was that what was your plan after graduating college? Um, where did you see yourself moving to? So teaching was was my um, dream, and it was a very specific. Like I wanted to teach high school theology seniors. Uh, I wanted to teach morality and ethics and social justice. It was like a very specific right. niche that maybe there's one or two jobs out there like that, right? Um, in Milwaukee. Uh, so I moved back to St. Louis and I just started applying and I got one. <laughs> it's like, it's amazing. So I got started teaching at Mesmer. Um, and then probably like six years into that, then I transferred to Pius um, and, and I taught there for I don't even know how many years, but then I, I just started ra rising in the ranks over there. Okay. So that you went to Pius and then you also taught there. So that was must have been a welcome back Cotter situation. Yeah. Are you old enough really to know was. about welcome back? Yeah, Cotter? it really okay. was because I wasn't like the greatest student. You uh, know, I really was just like a uh, you know I just messed around a lot. So uh -huh. yeah, okay, it was great. Um, so in uh, in 2012, yeah, you started Fourth Dimension and. <clears throat> The, the story was told here, uh, I think by our special guest coming up in just a minute, that you started Fourth Dimension in your basement, in your house. Yeah. Um, so talk about that journey 
um, because you're the executive director there mm-hmm. and the founder. Um, and where Fourth Dimension, um, how it falls into our community and trying to make our uh, city a better place. Yeah. Um, so when I mentioned that drugs and alcohol enter into my life, what also entered my life was sobriety. So mm-hmm. after years and years of drinking every single day, um, it wasn't a, it wasn't a glamorous life, right? But in the end, I realized that something had to happen. So I got sober. I met a group of people that, that taught me how to love, serve, practice principles in all my affairs, um, live in community, commune, uh, you know, get connected to something bigger than me, all of these things. Yeah. Five years later, I was still sober. And, um, and I knew that there was something more that I should do with that. So I had $500 in my bank account at the time because I was a teacher, <laughs> and I took that $500, uh, I bought some beds, I put the beds in my house, and I just invited people to come to come in and, and, and live with me, and they did. And man, let me tell you, that first couple of experience, like, people, it was, it was really rough. Right. But slowly a community just started growing up around me in a structure and a program. Yeah, and now we're, we are where we are. It's, uh, it, I've heard um, from a couple of people that are on the show, we uh, talked about Vincent Noth from Kinship, um, and then Father Tim from St. Mary's, that's where I go to church, um, have talked about you and the work that's being done at, at Fourth Dimension. So I know that it's, it's, uh, <clears throat> there's an anonymous portion to it mm-hmm. for, for many people. Um, so I don't, wanna, I don't think we need to get into a lot of detail, but the work that's being done is very important. Um, and uh, I did want to, you did bring a friend with you today. This is Orlando. Orlando, come on over. So, Orlando, um, last time he was here, he was here with the Kinship Community Center, Food Center, and told his story, which was very raw and very inspiring for many, many, many reasons. Um, So he was in, um, he was working a volunteer at Kinship, and also were, in the uh, fourth dimension program, and I'm very pleased that you told me this the other day. You have graduated from fourth dimension, mm-hmm. and you are now working at one of the top restaurants in town as a chef um, with uh, Dane Baldwin at the Diplomat, and they won the uh, James Beard Award for uh, the best Midwest restaurant, I think maybe last year. So, thanks for coming. Thank you. Appreciate it. I think Jason's happy that you're here, so you have someone to help cook a little bit. Um, so, talk a little bit about. Um, fourth dimension and leaving the program and then getting um, uh, to work with uh, Dane Baldwin. Okay, um, <clears throat> this is the guy that I was talking about Right. Um, last year, but uh, the moment that I was going to give up, leave the program because they were telling me that I needed some kind of amount of money in order to transition to a sober living housing and then this is when he shows up and he paints his picture and that I was looking for and then that's why I stayed back and I told him, hey Jason, this is what I was looking for, this is what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And then I gave him a call to him and then a couple of days later I get accepted. You know, and that's when a lot of things changed in my life. You know, and a lot of great opportunity was given to me. And within and it was a struggle. I'm not gonna say it was easy, it was a really big struggle, but um they saw something in me that I, I couldn't see in myself. Not only him, but James, um, James, Jason Llewell, um, Carl Kimber, um, was Vince North. You know, yeah. they started they started seeing things in me, and they started investing in me, and, and encouraged me to keep moving forward. Mistakes happens, and I was always feeling down, but they're always 
coming right back up. Men like this, this is what we need, men like this. Leaders like this in the community. Because um, we always hear negative stuff. Little by little, um, North came to him and told him, I am looking for a person to start this little workforce program. Mm -hmm. And the first person, Jason, said, hey, Orlando. And he called me and I jumped right in, you mm -hmm. know? And the other blessing that I was given was when he, they came up to me and told me, hey, we want you to become a manager for Fourth Dimension. And I thought I wasn't ready, you know? But they believed in me. Right. So I went in there and gave it a shot and it was a struggle, but we actually made it, you know? And I've been there for almost 14 months, uh -huh. a little longer than I thought it was gonna be. But every single time that I was like, Oh, I want to leave. I knew I wasn't ready, okay. you know. And after that, I started working for the workforce program in the kitchen. And little by little, they seen the way that I cook and how I am really committed to making meals and smiling and laughing with the people in there. And all of a sudden, I started doing stodging. I started stodging in Bavette. I stodging in Sanford. I stodging in Flower Girl Flame. So all of a sudden, they needed a chef mm. and a diplomat. And I don't know what diplomat was, and they told me, yeah, he won a James Beard Award, and I'm like, okay, what's the James Beard Award? <laughs> you know, and I went That's in. That's a there. good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. That's yeah. what they were telling me, and it was Caitlin. Caitlin is one of the head chefs in Kinship, uh -huh. and she was a well-known um, chef that she cooked in the community, and she helped other people too in right. struggle. And she told me, hey, diplomat needs a chef. You want to go there? And I'm like, sure. It's a job. It's a job. And I went in there, <laughs> I went in there and it was a fine dining restaurant and um, Dane um, is a beautiful person in heart. Yeah. You know, he's really, really strong and, and really straightforward, you know, and, and at first it was really hard for me because it was like I was going straight from elementary to college. Right. And miss middle school and high school. <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah, they, they do have a, uh, an eclectic menu, so yes. it's uh, you know, very involved. Mm -hmm. So, well... I am so glad you're here today for many reasons. First, to tell your story again. And I'm going to have, I'll put a link in the description box for the interview with a Kinship that we had that where Orlando tells his story that I think is worth, um, if, you, if you saw it, watch it again. If you've never seen it, you really should take a look. So Orlando is going to be, now that he's a big-time chef at a big-time restaurant, he's going to help us uh, out today. So but we'll, we'll talk about the food in just a second. So Jason, tell us a little bit about your family. Um... Yeah, so I grew up, like I said, in River West, and, and me, my mom, my dad, brother, sister, River West has what's called Polish Flats, a lot of duplexes, that's where we live, very tip standard. I lived upstairs, and my grandma and grandpa lived downstairs. Across the street, I had an aunt, a couple blocks away, I had another aunt, and some cousins still, like I said, we're all over, but I remember coming down, one time somebody asked, let's start here, so one time somebody asked, like, what are the smells that remind you of, of growing up, you know, mm -hmm. and... There's a big part of me that wants to have like this beautiful story of my culture, but my dad fried hot dogs. <laughs> like that's what he did. He fried hot dogs and he put hamburger buns and potato chips in there, right? So it was like, what do you remember waking up? Did they up? serve that at the diplomat? <laughs> oh, no, <that's> <laughs> like what do you remember waking up? I was like, I remember the smell of fried hot dogs. Um, but when I walked downstairs, my grandma every single morning uh, would cook fresh tortillas. So every single morning, it was just like, at least that's a safe bet, right? right? <laughs> Here's, grab like probably like three or four of them. And that was, that was a meal for me. I mean, they were homemade tortillas, thick, flour, filling, great on the run. 
<laughs> so I think the, uh, the plan here is that uh, Jason and I are going to uh, make a batch of tortillas and then Orlando is going to prepare. We've got some steak tacos with some um, onions and peppers and a bunch of other stuff. So Orlando is going to be on the, on the cooking side and then we're going to um, go over here and make some tortillas and then we'll fry those. And then I think we're going to have a little steak. Have you had breakfast yet? I have not had All right. Yet. We're having steak, steak tacos for breakfast. Is that okay with you, Jason? Yeah, All right. All right. I'm good with it. Good. Sorry. Uh, give us a minute to set up and we'll uh, be back making some tortillas and um, cooking some steak. All right. So here we are. So Jason, Jason put on the apron, which I unfailingly forget to give to um, the guests. And there's Orlando over there at the stove. Uh, he's going to start on our steak, uh, uh, steak for the steak tacos. So, Jason, yeah, these are the the tacos, or the the tortillas from your youth. So, why don't you take it away? Yeah. So, before I before I start, I just want to point out, right, uh, when you're talking about homemade anything, it's different. <laughs> Everybody's Absolutely. recipe is different, and so there's probably some people watching that's like, no, that's wrong. What right. are you doing? So that was two cups of flour. Two cups of flour. And then three quarters of a cup of water. Yep. And then we're going to throw in some salt. All right. And then three tablespoons of olive oil. The sound I love to hear, Orlando. Yeah, I love the sound too. All righty. So Jason's mixing the dough. And you want to get it, if we need uh, more water or more flour, we do it. Jason's needing it. So then we'll... We'll put a little flour down here on the deck. All right. Now, do you know how to knead? No. All right, Sal, let me show you. I'll do a little. This, I'm supposed to be a sous chef anyway, so. <laughs> let me I just put it down. So you, you go from one end, and then you fold it over, and you go over, and just keep going on a floured surface here. Do it a few more times. Just go from one end to the other. There you go. You can be a baker soon, Jason. Be home. <laughs> go home and, uh, all right. Oh, man, Orlando. I'm gonna go over and look at look at Orlando. Mm, 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 mm. All right, all right, Jason. I think we're we're ready. Let's put that back in the bowl, and we have to let that sit for about 10-15 minutes. So we'll be back in just a sec. All right. So now we're gonna cut the dough and move it into uh, pieces to be able to make the tortillas. So Jason, just cut those in half. We'll make these into smaller pieces. There you go. I, I looked, I don't have a bread, I mean a dough thingy. <laughs> um, watch your thumb. Now we're good. Okay. And <laughs> we'll cut each of those pieces in half. So put those on there and leave one out. All right, here's the fun part. I'm going to roll it out. Oh, I'm terrible at this part. Well, we'll see. <laughs> How bad can you be? Oh, you'll see. I mean, it's rolling a pin. All right, you can pull it off and then. Flour it on both sides so it doesn't stick. There you go. And we'll roll it as, there you go. Oh, look at there. And the the more oblong the uh, size, those are your tortillas. Oh man, this looks like Wisconsin. <laughs> doesn't even look like a, a think, normal shape. Look at that. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, it'll work. All right, sorry, we'll put that here. All right, so we're gonna cut the rest of these and then um, we're gonna move over and fry them and, and make our tacos. All right, now we're now we're cooking. So we got some oil in there, and Jason just put in one of the tortillas we made. 
and you want to wait until they get a little puffy, a little done on one side. There you can see a little puffy right there in the in the center. And then we're gonna put some peppers and onions. And then we have our steak right here, and we are we are cooking with Crisco. Uh, Jason, why don't you give us a little rundown of what we got here? Well, let's let Orlando do it. He's the cook. Well, Orlando. this is your story. Well, my story. Let's show tortillas. your story. Let's show the, the tortillas. <laughs> so here we go. So these are fresh tortillas that we just made. Yep. They're, they look great. We'll see how they, I'm sure they taste fine. Orlando, tell us a little bit about our our food here. Um, we got um, obviously lettuce, cilantro, mm -hmm. some pico de gallo, okay. shredded cheese, caramelized red peppers and onions, and steak. All right, now we're on the shot. All right, so, ooh, nice and warm, all right. I'm excited. That real-life chef. Ooh, yeah, it's Jason, look at that. Amazing. All right, Orlando, for you. Pepper and onions. So, Orlando is actually here. Put a little steak on up. And the tortillas are nice and warm and uh, pliable. So it works. Um, with a little pico, excuse my lift, my reach. The one thing I love about the um, tortillas is that you can use it for any food. Yes. Anything. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm telling you, huevo con chorizo, even rice and beans, right? Um, That's my lettuce, but it's too, I know it's very healthy. Alrighty, and Texas lime. Alright, boys. Alrighty, let's eat. Yeah, just it. Umpo, as we say in Italy. Umpo? A little. A little? Is that in French? I don't know in French. I don't speak French, I speak Italian. Alrighty. Mm -mm -mm. Tortillas are perfect. Mm. So we have a lot of, as Orlando was saying, these are so um, versatile. You can put anything in them. We're using some steak that was marinated, and um, salt, pepper, onion, garlic, uh, some sasson. I was just in some adobo. It's just really well put together. Did the onions and peppers? It's oh, perfect. I need another bite. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I want to thank Jason for coming out today. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. This is a great breakfast. Jason's work at Fourth Dimension, which you've been doing now for 12 years, 11, 12 years? 10. 10 years. Mm -hmm. Math was not my strong suit. <sighs> the work in the community is, some of it is very anonymous, and some of it is very open and, and ready to talk about it. Um, so this is an example of the type of work that is being done behind the scenes and um, what can happen when you um, have a person who cares, who has a program that works, and a guy who wants to get better and then wants to be a chef at a fine dining restaurant in Milwaukee, which I will be going to. I was there a couple, week, a couple months ago, but I'll definitely be going back now. So, again, everybody, I appreciate your, your support. Please like and subscribe. This is uh, a great thing. Um, that we get to do each week, talk to our community leaders, talk about their stories, and then they cook me a great meal, we get to eat it, and they get an apron. <laughs> um, so that's how things work around here. I get to eat, they get an apron. So, again, please like and subscribe, and as always, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to another episode of Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders. Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders is brought to you by Cooking Secrets for Men, LLC, and was recorded in the Third Ward in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
We feature and profile community leaders who are trying to make Milwaukee a better place. The tagline is, serious people with serious jobs having a little fun. Our guests choose the recipes that we use on the show. All of our podcasts are available on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get great podcasts. The original YouTube video for this episode is available on our YouTube channel, Cooking Secrets for Men, All Rights Reserved. Thanks, and see you next time on Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders.